If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Santa Rosa took a spot on Wallet Hub's new list of best places to rent in America. Santa Rosa comes in at number 71 out of 182 cities that made the cut, and the rankings were based on each city's rental market, affordability, and quality of life. Santa Rosa ranked 18th in quality of life, but 150th in the rental market and affordability metrics. The city is one spot better on the list than Mobile, Alabama. (laughs) Uh, Columbia, Maryland took the top spot while Detroit came in last. Yeah, I'm glad to see that this list knows the fact that Santa Rosa isn't exactly affordable, just about quality of life. Uh, Yeah, and affordability metrics. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever that is. People experiencing a mental health crisis now have a new way to reach out for help. Each state in the U.S. is rolling out a 988 phone number as the new National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that started over the weekend. The hotline will provide round-the-clock confidential support from mental health professionals trained to respond to such emergencies. Experts say it could potentially help over 7.5 million people in its first year. And this is way better than the 11 number, uh, 11 digit number that we all had to memorize uh and just 988 remember again 988 if you need help yes very quick response time it'll uh cut down on a lot of things uh scotty mccurry he and his wife gabby are expecting their first child and their due date's pretty easy to remember because it's halloween the delivering room, the baby comes out, and the baby's like, trick or treat! <laughs> it comes out with a little pumpkin head. Am I a trick or am I a treat? Uh, so Scotty admitted that he actually had a girl name picked out. However, when they were told it was a boy, he said, we got to start back to square one. So they're still trying to figure out the name. But Scotty is currently on tour while awaiting this newest edition. And you can check out the tour dates at scottymercury.com. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Oh, we're talking about food on Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wow, what a surprise. Shocker alert. (laughs) Uh, So my dad texted me the other day and he said, hey, I found out there's a term for people like you. I said, dad, what do you mean people like me? He said, you're a terrifile. What in the world is that? (laughs) Good question. I had to look it up. Uh, the definition of a terophile is a connoisseur or a lover of cheese. <laughs> Why you gotta call me out like that? And uh, usually these names are close to whatever it is, like cheesosaur or something like that. Cheesophile. Yeah, or it's like a caseophile or something like that is another term you can use for someone who loves cheese or likes cheese a lot. And I know you love that queso I, at Chili's. I'm powerless. In the face of that deliciousness. I went to Chili's the other day and I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to order the skillet queso. I'm not going to do it. And the waitress comes and I was like, can I get the skillet queso, please? (laughs) You can't help yourself. You have a cheese addiction. It's a weakness. So, Tanner, do you have a food weakness like this? Is it cheese? Uh, Mine is a... fast food establishment, specifically (laughs) Taco Bell. Every time I drive by a Taco Bell, I hear the bell in my head. (laughs) I hear the ding and I I can't resist. I go, well, maybe I'll just get one soft taco. Just a little bit. Next thing you know, my car is filled with wrappers and I am just... (laughs) 
<laughs> hating myself because I'm so full. Every time I get in your car, I'm like, what is all this? I'm like stepping on all the wrappers. You're like, I just add a little bit. I'm like, well, I tried a number seven, but I added sour <laughs> cream this time. I'm just trying to figure some things okay. out. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Yeah. We're all on this cheese and food weakness together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we asked on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning, we asked, what's your, what is your food weakness? And we got some great responses. Like Margaret from Katani. Uh, Margaret said chips and salsa. Where did you go, entire bag of tortilla chips? You were full just a minute ago. I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. Tara from Petaluma says mac and cheese. I can eat pounds of it in one go. Oh, I, my I, God. I can knock out two boxes easily. That's so much. <laughs> Connie from Pengrove said pizza. Even if it's not that good, it is still pretty good. It is. <laughs> it is. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. What is something that you should memorize about your significant other? So I saw this post on Instagram yesterday, and the post said, this is the type of love and care I deserved. Then the, it was basically a screenshot. It showed a contact name. And under the contact, there was a note that laid out their significant other's fast food and restaurant orders. For example, it would be like Lisa, number one at McDonald's. Lisa, number eight at Wendy's with no tomatoes. And we know that Walker Hayes, he's got this one down. Got that bourbon street stay with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top too. And I'm just going to say that's love right there. Yeah. I mean, this is amateur hour for me. I've got I've got everything about Cole Bledsoe memorized. Most of his food orders, I don't even put in my phone. That's next level right there. <laughs> That's it? what being in a relationship for 10 years has. <laughs> you got that look to look forward to, Tanner. Yeah. Uh, for me, it might be important for me to write this down so I can memorize it. I think memorizing... Uh, food orders in a relationship is like one has to be one of the top five most important things to memorize. Yeah. Amber, what do you think is important to memorize in a relationship? Credit card number, pin, social <laughs> security. No, I'm serious. I've got Cole Bledsoe's credit card number up here. You have his credit card and, dialed in? And the pin. I know his pin. I know his passwords. I had everything. Dang, man. <laughs> There's nothing we do not share. That's impressive. Well, I have to. I, I like well, everything's in my name for some reason. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Just look at that. No, we're fine. Uh, so sometimes he's like, oh, I want to pay the electric bill this month. So I like put in his credit card number and I pay it. I don't even have my own credit card number memorized. Yeah. You should probably work on that. Maybe I'll get some flashcards after the show. I, I don't know. <laughs> on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, talking about things about your significant other that you should memorize. Uh, Blake from Katati says, birthdays not only for my wife, but for her parents, brothers, sisters, pets, everybody. Rachel from Windsor said, I memorize my hubby shoe size. He is always going through work boots. Uh, Wendy from Santa Rosa says, if you're married, their social security number. I told you. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Things are getting wild at my apartment complex. Says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, honey. I've talked about this before, but there is a huge, like, feral cat situation at my apartment. 
not only like feral cat, but I guess people that live there are starting to get comfortable with letting their cats outside. And okay, I'll say it's become more than a situation. It's an issue. Yeah. It's an issue. You're not supposed to really let your cats outside. They, they can get hurt. They're, they carry diseases. They can attack like the natural wildlife. Now, I understand having outdoor cats at a house or your home, but at an apartment complex, it's a little bit different. It, it's very dangerous, but I found out why the feral cat situation is, is getting out of control. There is a lady... She does not even, I found out she does not even live at our apartment complex. She drives the apartment complex every single night at 7.30 and she gets cat food out of the trunk of her car and she feeds the cats. <laughs> she probably thinks she's helping out some animals in need, but what she's actually doing is making the situation a lot worse. Yeah, I, I get it. I get having a soft spot for animals and like you're saying, maybe what she's doing, she thinks she's helping cats out, but the best thing to do is have cats indoors and get them fixed. And it's just, it is what it is. Okay. How many there, cats are we it. talking about here? Because I have seen some videos and it seems like there's a cat around every single corner at your apartment complex. It's out of control. And she told me that she has permission from the apartment complex to do this. She's no, even, she doesn't. No she way. She even built little huts in a corner somewhere for the cats to have shelter. Oh, bless and her heart. don't even live there. <laughs> it's wild. So I don't know what to do about the situation. I, I'm not going to. I don't think I'm going to do anything. I don't think you should. I have a lot of sympathy for this lady because this person reminds me a lot of my mom. My mom would do the exact same thing, even though it's probably the wrong thing to do. Well, she every time I'm walking my dog, Remy, she always asks me, she's like, is he getting excited because of the cats or is he just like overstimulated? She is the guardian of the cats. I, like, he, <laughs> I, I looked at her yesterday and I was like, he's definitely like freaking out because there's cats everywhere. He's that's definitely what it is. Yeah. All right. It looks like we're getting a phone call. Uh, hey, who's this? My name is Bruce Montano's dad. What's Hi, up, Bruce? Bruce? Hey, listen, there's a, there was a crazy cat lady in Petaluma about 10 years ago who had 300 feral cats that she came in and she would feed and they were all over the place. They found cat skeletons. One of the neighbors threw a brick through the window and the fence was unreal. She lived in, in uh, Mill Valley and just drove up and fed the cats. And they, it was like 300 of them. They couldn't believe it. That's so many cats. And I, and I feel like that's kind of what my apartment complex is turning into. And I'm a little concerned. Yeah, next thing you know, you're going to have 300 running around. It's a whole village of cats. I don't know if they tore the house down or not, but it was evidently real unbelievable. Yeah. The woman had bought a house just for all the cats. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Got another lawsuit on our hands here in Northern California. Yesterday, I talked about the whole Subway, or last week, Subway tuna situation, but uh, Skittles, the colorful fruit-flavored candy that we all know and love, are coming under fire after a lawsuit filed here in Northern California says people are tasting more than the rainbow. <laughs> Although most people can identify Skittle flavors like lemon, strawberry, orange, 
think a few of us can probably name titanium dioxide, which is a coloring additive that helps give, you know, the candies their bright hue that they have. Uh, the ingredient is apparently a known toxin and unfit for human consumption, according to a lawsuit filed last week um, against the Morse Candy Company. Now, it argues that the U.S. consumers are not aware of the health risks associated with the artificial food coloring. Now, it's to my understanding they've gotten rid of this in European markets um, and have completely phased out titanium dioxide. Uh, but they said that titanium dioxide poses no known risks to human health and safety. Uh, but that's not what the FDA is, uh, or that's not what this lawsuit is saying. Um, the question is, are Skittles safe to eat? So here's what we know. Unfortunately, the U.S. often waits until harm is done. And the FDA also says if the ingredient has not exceeded 1% by weight of the food when used as an ingredient, it's safe to consume. But if I'm being honest, most of the things we eat are probably unfit for human consumption. And I'm also not pulling a nutty professor here and pouring Skittles into my mouth like a waterfall. <laughs> if you get that reference, I love you. Uh, but I'm sure most people aren't consuming mass quantities of Skittles. And if you are, I'm not judging you either. Um, and I'm not sure what all of this says about America, but here we are, home of the free, land of suing Skittles. Uh, so what are your thoughts on all this? Do you think this is a frivolous lawsuit or do we have a case here to sue Skittles and Mars Candy Company? Call Amber and Tanner in the morning and let them know what you think. Well, they don't bite. They just put you on the radio. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Denso NHRA Sonoma Nationals are coming to the Sonoma Raceway on the 22nd through the 24th, and we have a pair of weekend passes for you. All you gotta do is solve today's mind bender. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Oh, my, 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 answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. Here's today's Mindbender. 44% of people don't post this on social media because they are worried about their boss seeing it. What is it? Here's a clue. It has nothing to do with pictures. Here's another clue. Red or blue? Here's the final clue. Divisive. What do you think it is? 44% of people don't post this on social media because they're worried about their boss seeing it. 707-636-1467. Give us a call. Again, 636-1-HOP. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. My, my, my answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 44% of people don't post this on social media because they're worried about their boss seeing it. What is it? Here's your first clue. It's got nothing to do with pictures. Here's another clue. Red or blue? Final clue. Divisive. All right, what is it? Tina from Santa Rosa. What is your guess for today's Mindbender? I think that it is your voting party. Yeah, you know, it's going to be either the left side or the right side, and no one wants, wants their boss to know which side they vote for. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> All right, Political Views is correct, and congratulations, you've won weekend passes to go to the Sonoma Raceway this weekend. You're to the Denso NHRA Sonoma Nationals at the Sonoma Raceway. Yay, oh my God, thank you. Tina from Santa Rosa, you're going thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on the Froggy 92.9. So in case you missed it, Tanner and I went to a wedding on Friday. I was the officiant. Tanner, you were the MC slash DJ. Uh, 
And you probably noticed Tanner, Cindy and Tom, they didn't do their own vows. Uh, They wrote these letters to each other before the ceremony, but they wanted traditional vows with a Disney twist. So I kind of wrote a very personalized Disney ceremony for them. And it was subtle. And a lot of people came up to me and they were like, I got the Bambi reference. I got the Cinderella reference. I got this reference. There was a little mermaid reference. I remember the <laughs> you may now kiss the girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was great. They told they were totally cool with everything. We went over it and I thought it was really cool. You know, it just made it special for them. It did. It was really personalized and it was fun watching. I watched it from the side and I was just like, wow, so many references here. (laughs) I dig this. It was really cool. And I thought you did a really great job. Oh, well, thank you. And, you know, mostly it was the couple's idea. And I'm glad I could work with them and make their day special for them. It's, you know, the most important day of their lives. And it would have screwed up. Uh, But Tanner, do you know anyone that had interesting vows or maybe you have like an idea in your head about some vows that you want to present on your wedding day let's talk about it it is not nearly as sweet as disney but uh i had a cousin that got married and in his vows he said i promise to always get you a martini (laughs) when you ask (laughs) i I guess that girl likes martinis i guess so (laughs) so romantic and in hers she said i promise to always get you a beer okay so it goes hand in hand that's perfect yeah i mean I might have to write that in my vows to Cole. <laughs> Just that part. Getting he, some ideas. <laughs> he doesn't have to say martini for me, but he does, I have to say beer for him. Yeah. Uh, we got Megan from Hidden Valley Lake on the phone. I was just in a wedding about two weeks ago for my best friend and her husband put in his vows that instead of picking his nose, he was always going to pick her instead. Aww. It was explosive <laughs> laughter. It was one of the best that I've ever heard. Amber and Tanner. When the sun comes till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Tara. Tara's son's birthday is tomorrow, and Barry Martindale's going to say there's a problem with the cake. Hello. Hi, is this Tara? Yes, it is. It's Barry mm-hmm. Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm representing cakes today, and we're calling about your son's cake situation. Um, what do you mean situation? The situation is is that unfortunately there was a mix up at the bakery, and uh, your son's cake was given away. My son's birthday is tomorrow. We're getting the cake delivered tomorrow, so I don't understand how this could have happened. Unfortunately, we can't come up with a cake that fast. Now, we could give you the cake that was left behind. Is it an, Is it a birthday cake? Well, no. It's actually a cake that was meant for a funeral. Um, the cake says, rest in peace, Betty, but we can try to fix it up as much as we can. Um, no, absolutely not. I don't want a cake that says, rest in peace, for my son's birthday. Um, I don't understand why you guys can't just make a new cake. I don't. You know, we're in such a high demand right now. It's going to take at least four business days for us to come up with another cake. These are just the options that I have for you. And of course, we have a no refund policy. So you're just going to have to take the funeral cake. Um, I'm absolutely not going to just take the funeral cake. I placed this order a month ago. It's not my fault that you guys gave the wrong cake away and are now left with 
a cake that you can't use. I'm absolutely not going to take a funeral cake for my son's 10th birthday. And I, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. What do you mean? There's a no refund policy. The only options here are either you make us a new cake appropriate for my son's 10th birthday tomorrow, or you refund me the money that I paid you in full a month ago. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Please tell me that this that this actually is a prank phone call. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. I have a very fun announcement. My brother got engaged. Yep, I am welcoming a new sister into my family. My brother Ryan proposed to his now fiance, Megan, and I'm very excited for them. Uh, But I'm also a little bit nervous because my brother told me on FaceTime that I'm going to be his best man. Well, that's a great honor. You should be excited. I'm incredibly excited, but I'm very nervous because I don't really know much about weddings. Okay. And I, if I'm going to be my brother's best man, that's a huge deal. I want to make sure I knock it out of the park. Right. And there are certain things that are required of the best man. If your brother's going traditional, you have to be in charge of the rings and handing over the rings on the wedding day during the ceremony. Typically, you give a best man speech during the reception. Um, and luckily, you're pretty good at public speaking. So I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Hopefully don't end up like the last wedding that I went to and mess up somebody's name. I doubt you're going to mess up your brother's name. <laughs> you never but then know. again, I don't know. I might call my other brother. Ryan, Nathan, what, what what's going on here? Well, don't do that. I'll try my best. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the most important thing about being a best man at the wedding? Because personally, I think the speech, the best man speech, has to be the most important. And thankfully, I think I can get that down pretty well. Well, yeah. Also, don't forget the rings. Make sure you have those in your pocket and ready to go during the ceremony. I think that's probably the most important. Could you imagine if at my brother's wedding, I'm standing there and (laughs) the officiant goes, and now it's time for the rings. And I go, whoops, they're in the car. (laughs) That would be so bad. Don't do that. See, this is me telling you now. Don't forget. Please remember. I really appreciate that. (laughs) You're so welcome. Before we jumped on the air, I didn't even know I was supposed to have the rings. Typically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And probably they seem a little bit more traditional with weddings. So I'll probably be carrying the rings. So (laughs) that's very important detail. So uh, what is the most important thing about being a best man at a wedding? Getting some great responses on our Instagram at Froggy929. Chris from Santa Rosa said the best man speech. Nick from Petaluma said throwing the most epic bachelor party ever. (laughs) So what's more important, the bachelor party or the best man speech? Uh, on a poll that we took on Instagram, looks like 64% of Sonoma County believes the speech is more important, and I agree. Amber and Tanner, when sun comes, till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. So on Saturday, I burn my forehead on my curling iron. It's pretty bad. It hurts a lot. So I asked for some help on my Instagram story. You know, in relieving the pain and maybe people have ideas to help speed up the healing process. Did you get anything useful? No, because <laughs> so many people kept saying, okay, hear me out. Mustard. On your face. Listen, I'm not going to hear you out. That's insane. I'm not doing that. I'm not putting mustard on an open wound. 
It's, hey, you never know. No, that sounds like an infection <laughs> waiting to happen. It's probably one of the strangest home remedies I've ever heard. And people are saying like, oh, it's the vinegar and the mustard. Guys, I just put vinegar on if that's the case. And there's so many other things that could replace vinegar like rubbing alcohol, witch hazel, other astringents. So you're comfortable putting <laughs> vinegar on your face, but not mustard. I'm not even comfortable putting vinegar on my face. I've just been putting antibiotic ointment on my face, which I'm pretty sure is the only thing I could do. I think you should put mustard on your face. Sure, but okay, we all here know that you would put mustard on your face. Tanner. In a heartbeat, yeah. Like, we know you'd do it for the bit. I trust people. <laughs> well, I certainly don't. <laughs> so I don't know why I asked on Instagram, because I got responses like mustard. Yeah. That happens, though. I mean, with home remedies, you got to be careful because you can end up in a bad situation. That yeah. happened with me when I got my tattoo. I was told, hey, if you put grapeseed oil on your tattoo, it'll heal better than anything else. I put grapeseed oil on this tattoo, right? I got a rash from it. Hives okay. everywhere. You're giving me heck <laughs> for not putting mustard on my open wound. Here you are using grapeseed oil on it or whatever it's called on your tattoo and getting a rash. I think you should try the mustard. I think you should n not try the grapeseed. <laughs> oh, I definitely won't. Why don't you put mustard on your tattoo, huh? <laughs> oh, I will. You, why don't you do it, Tanner? I'll go to Safeway right after the show and do it. <laughs> I, I, we give you a paper cut just so you can put mustard on it. I want to give it a shot now. All right, we're getting we got a phoner, uh, Harmony from Guerneville. You were saying that your great grandmother used to have like a really strange home remedy for when you were sick. My great grandmother used to smash up garlic and onions and bacon fat together and rub it on our feet and then put our feet in plastic bags and <laughs> give us whiskey hot toddies. Ew. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Kelly from Runner Park, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Oh, yeah. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Kelly, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Oh, yeah, Amber, you're going down this morning. Whoa. Boom. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Amber is running out of the studio. Her record is 494 wins and 41 losses. Are you ready? Oh, good. Yes. Question one. Peter Dinklage has joined the cast of the Hunger Games prequel. What show was Peter famously on? A, Breaking Bad. B, Dexter, or C, Game of Thrones? Uh, B, Dexter. That is incorrect. Mm. Question two. Mara Morris posted her American Idol audition ticket from 2007. True or false, Mara Morris actually made it on the show. False. That is correct. Question three. John Wick was originally written with an older actor like Clint Eastwood or Harrison Ford in mind. What actor ended up playing John Wick? Reed. Correct. Question four. Tim McGraw's 7500 OBO is his 45th number one single. Which song was his first number one hit? A. Down on the Farm. B. Don't Take the Girl. Or C. Humble and Kind. Uh, B. Don't Take the Girl? Yeah. That is correct. Question five. Juan Soto beat Julio Rodriguez to win last night's home run derby. Juan Soto plays baseball for which team? Uh, the Dodgers. That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Yeah. 
Amber Kelly from Runner Park did pretty well. She got three out of five today. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? Yep. Question one. Peter Dinklage has joined the cast of the Hunger Games prequel. What show was Peter famously on? A. Breaking Bad. B. Dexter. C. Game of Thrones. C. Game of Thrones. That is correct. Amber, you're up one to zero because Kelly got that incorrect. Question two. Maren Morris posted her American Idol audition ticket from 2007. True or false, Maren Morris actually made it on the show. False. That is correct. She auditioned but never made it to Hollywood. Question three. John Wick was originally written with an older actor like Clint Eastwood or Harrison Ford in mind. What actor ended up playing John Wick? Keanu Reeves. That is correct. Kelly also got that correct. Amber, you are up three to two. Question four. Tim McGraw's 7500 OBO is his 45th number one single. Which song was his first number one? A. Down on the Farm. B. Don't Take the Girl. Or C. Humble and Kind. (sighs) I'm going to guess B. Don't Take the Girl. That is correct. Oh, my gosh. It was released in 1994, and it was it was his first number one hit. Good song. Kelly also got that correct. The score is four to three, and here's question number five. Juan Soto beat Julio Rodriguez to win last night's home run derby. Juan Soto plays baseball for which team? I don't know, Tanner. <laughs> <sighs> the Giants? That is incorrect. <clears throat> the final score is four to three. He plays for the Washington Nationals, by the way. Who? <laughs> The Nationals? They have a baseball team? <laughs> the final score, Amber wins 4-3. to three. <laughs> Kelly, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the sorry. phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you are still turning out better than me because you've got tickets to the Shoreline <laughs> Amphitheater on August 21st to see Dirks Bentley. Yay, awesome. <laughs> Kelly from Runner Park, you're going. Thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Foggy 92.9.